Welcome, everybody, to the AFW College Podcast. We are so excited for you to be joining us today as we continue in our brand new series on spiritual disciplines. I am excited to be joined today by the jovial Jordan Ramirez. Uh, And man, Jordan, we are pumped today because we're going to be talking about a topic that I know a lot of college students are really passionate about and a topic that has changed both your life and my life. And that is how to study the Bible. Bible, how mm-hmm. to study scripture. And I know oftentimes, even in Christian circles, we can kind of use this as a buzzword. It's kind of like a, a trendy phrase, you know, Bible study, right. yeah. uh, <laughs> which is awesome. And we love Bible studies. We uh-huh. do our own Bible studies around here at Aining Out Fort Worth. Mm-hmm. But today we're going to try to unpack a little bit of what it really does mean to be a man or a woman who studies the Bible. And we're going to bring up some principles and hopefully some fresh perspective yeah. uh, on what that looks like and what that means. So Jordan, why don't you take us in here as we talk about studying the Bible. Yes, I would love to. And man, like you're saying, I've, why this is so important is because that term Bible study, I mean, that I think growing up, especially in, as a high schooler, I think that's really what I kind of like thought the Christian life was. Like that's yeah. what we do as Christians. You know, we <laughs> like we come together on Sunday to hear about the Bible. Yeah. Um, like we're just a group of people who who really like the Bible and we come and we talk about it and yeah. we um, just read it together. Like like, And for a lot of people, that's just what being a Christian is like. Mm-hmm. And it certainly was for me. Mm-hmm. And so I, I even thought, you know, as as a Christian, what I should be doing is reading my Bible more. Like yeah. when I'm, when people talk about reading the Bible, I would just feel convicted. Oh, I don't read the Bible enough. I'm a yeah. terrible Christian. <laughs> um, and so, so really because like the, the Bible is so central to what we believe and, yes. um, it's so central to our individual faiths and everything like that. And it's, um, so much of church activity revolves around just the Bible. Mm-hmm. I think it's so important to really talk about, um, to first really start this conversation with, with what the Bible is. Yeah. Um, just cause when, like when we when we talk about uh, how to interact with the Bible, which mm-hmm. is really what we're talking about here, um, you know, a lot of people will put words in there that instead of interact, you know, they'll say you read your Bible yeah. or you study your Bible. Yeah. And, you know, the, those things are true. Obviously, that's what we're doing. But they carry with them some kind of connotations that kind of uh, sway just the way that we approach the Bible, I feel mm-hmm. like. So when you say, like, I'm reading my Bible, kind of sounds like a leisurely kind of activity, like you're, <laughs> you're resting, you know, like you're at the pool, you yeah. got your Bible out, you're just doing some light reading, whatever, yes. Um, yes. which is cool. Hey, there's great stories, super entertaining book. The Bible's <laughs> great. If, uh, if you need to rest, there's some good, good spots in the Bible for you. Yeah. Um, and then that word study. I'm going to sound nitpicky because study is like the feels like the total opposite connotation, right? It's like yeah. you're uh, you're in a a big class, a Bible class, and you're studying. Mm-hmm. You know, you're like you're coming to to be an expert. Like you're mm-hmm. you're opening the Bible so you can be on this expert mm-hmm. on the Bible, mm-hmm. which again is great. We should. It's great to be an expert Absolutely. on the Bible. If you're going to be an expert about anything, the Bible's a pretty good place <laughs> to start. Um, but I just believe that those words don't totally capture what it is we as followers of Jesus are supposed to do with scripture. So as we try to figure out what it is that we do with scripture, I think the answer to that question is only answered uh, by answering another question. That question is, what do you think scripture is? Yeah. Uh, And we've talked about this before. We talked about this in uh, Theology 101 number two, which is all about the story of God. If you haven't listened to that, go listen to that. It's really good. Check it out. Um, But... Really, our idea about the nature of Scripture is going to inform what it is that we do with Scripture. That's good. So, for example, do I believe that the Bible is just a book 
written by God that he just dropped off, you know, out of a cloud and it ended up uh, on the shelf at Barnes and Noble. You know, like, is that what I think um, God did? Is, is God an impersonal, you know, distant author who put all his thoughts in a book and now we, it's our job to, to read it and understand it and apply it to our lives? Books like that with that distant author, you know, those those books are stagnant, you know, they're dormant, you know, it's like a biography, a textbook, and it's our job with those books to read them, dissect them, get everything we need to know, understand the ins and outs, yeah. and all those things, which again, I just want to make it totally clear that that is a good thing, a good thing to sure. do with the Bible, right? Where you think about those, like, those Bible scholars, you know, those mm-hmm. um, real, I mean, those people are looked up to, and they bless the church Incredibly, right? Yes. Anyone who's able to give you the Greek root of a New Testament word <laughs> and tell you what it actually means or or lay out the, the cultural climate, the realities that surrounded the uh, the writing of the New Testament or anything like that, man, we're, we're extremely, extremely blessed by people who mm-hmm. read the Bible that way, who mm-hmm. devote themselves to understanding the, the word in that academic sense. Mm-hmm. I just don't believe that that is really how we're all called to interact with Scripture every single day it's good you know so sorry to disappoint anyone who's here to like they want they want their bible trivia game up or they want uh to under to to know how to impress people at their christian parties and stuff like that we're not gonna be talking about that we're just we're just gonna be talking about like how to how to like transform your life and uh yeah. make yourself a more whole person human being if that's not what you're looking for i'm sorry but that's what we're gonna be talking about yeah um, <laughs> yeah i love that and you know jordan i i really appreciate you framing this for us in interacting with the bible you know because mm-hmm. i think even growing up for me just like you i was thinking to myself you know to be a good christian is to read the bible which is true we do yeah. want to be we do want to be reading the bible so uh, important. but i remember when i was 12 years old actually my my brother sat me down uh, praise the lord for brothers uh, yeah. in the Lord and mm-hmm. uh, r- r- brother, real brothers too, you know, <laughs> blood, yeah. uh, blood brothers, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, and he said, you know, Ben, I want to teach you how to interact with the scriptures. And I said, what do you mean by that? And he said, well, um, I want to teach you how to personally go into the word of God and ask the Holy Spirit to lead you and guide you and apply that to your life. And Mm -hmm. I just remember, man, when when my brother taught me that very simple lesson of how to interact with the word of God, Mm -hmm. it took my walk with Jesus up to a new level. Because the words became something from just like something on a page to something that was actually changing my life, to something that was actually transforming me mm-hmm. to truth that I could actually go, okay, this can actually be lived out in yeah. my world. And so, you know, as we're talking about Bible study, I love that you're framing it as, hey, we're going to study the Bible, mm-hmm. but we're just going to interact with the Bible and interact yeah. with the scriptures. So yeah. uh, I also love that I felt like you were unpacking for us kind of two two questions, just mm-hmm. what is scripture and and what do we do with it? So why don't you yeah. help us kind of understand those those two things? Yes, so. I would love, I'd love to take some time here. Let me, let me answer those questions for what what I've really come to understand Scripture as, and really what I come to understand like my my Bible time as, what I'm really doing there. So first, uh, like I said, the first question you have to answer is what is Scripture? What do what do you think Scripture is? Well, many of us know that that know the easy answer to this this kind of answer that kind of rolls off the tongue when people ask. The Bible is the written word of God. Yeah, you know that's good answer, and it's man super true. No <laughs> arguments there. Uh, but again, that doesn't just mean that he, that God wrote a book. Yeah, you know, and that dropped uh, it off. Yeah, and just <laughs> dropped it off for us to read. Uh, it's not like every other book that we're just meant to learn from. Uh, listen to how the author of the book of Hebrews 
describes the word of God. So this is just about the word of God, not necessarily about scripture, but if we're talking about scripture as the written word of God, people will even take the word written out of there. They'll just say the Bible is the word of God. Hmm. Listen to what uh, it says in Hebrews 4.12. It says, for the word of God is alive and active. Wow. That's not like your textbook. That's not like your textbook is not alive. <laughs> your textbook <laughs> is dead <laughs> and dead. stagnant. Yes, it is. Yes. Uh, the, but the word of God yes. is alive and active. Uh-huh. It's sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, wow. joint and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. Ooh. So the Bible is is the word of God, and every word spoken by God is eternally alive, mm. eternally active, eternally sharp, eternally cutting us, uh, separating our soul and our spirit, our joint and our yes. marrow. That's what the, that's what God's words do, and that includes that includes the Bible. Man, yeah. to understand how important just the word of God is, and I think the word important is like a dramatic understatement. understatement. Yeah, yes. um, man, let me just lay out some some different truths about the word of god i've spent like a a week earlier this uh probably two months ago when i was reading through the book of hebrews just about or actually it was a book of revelation all about what the word of how powerful the word of god is mm-hmm. and also how closely tied his word is to like his own identity so for a second i'm sorry i'm gonna get a little theological on this spiritual disciplines pod. I know we're supposed to be practical here. We're supposed to be talking about uh, things I can just do. I can yeah. stop this podcast. I can just go do it myself. Yeah. So we're gonna, But we're going to get a little theological and we're going to get to the practicals a little bit later. But yeah. listen to these, these things about the word of God, these realities about God's word. Mm. We see at the very beginning that all of creation is brought into existence just by God speaking his words, right? So there was nothing... God said some words, then there's something. Yeah. Then there's an entire universe. Everything. Everything <laughs> is here just from some simple words that God simply spoke. Mm. Power. That's powerful. And then we see the disciple John receive a revelation that Jesus himself is the word of God and that all things were made through him at the beginning of time. So this, this savior that came, uh, who we now follow, who we now believe in, who we have devoted our lives to, is himself the word of God spoken in Genesis 1 to bring about uh, the creation of the entire universe. So we all, so there you see how intimate, how intimately connected the word of God is with God himself. Yes. It's almost like they're the same thing. Um, you see Jesus also, all throughout his ministry, wielding his words just like he teaches and crowds appear, crowds gather. They need to hear this. They're feeding on it. Um, he rebukes demons. He rebukes creation and they just yield to his will. His only weapon was his words. And you see that again in the book of Revelation. It says that when Jesus comes again to liberate creation, to to judge the nations, he's going to do so with a sword that comes out of his mouth. <laughs> Super weird. But but you, you see in that illustration that his weapon is just the words that he speaks. That's, awesome. That's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the most powerful weapon he has. It says, again, um, the prophet Isaiah also says that God's going to strike the earth with the rod of his mouth. Yeah. Right? So it's yeah. the words. He's always using words to accomplish his will. Mm-hmm. This should reframe what we mean when we say that the Bible is the word of God. You know, it's not just a collection of God's old words 
put between two pieces of leather for us to to open up on Sunday mornings uh, and learn from. It's a holy book of holy words with the same power as the ones that created the world, cast out demons, calm yeah. the storms, the same words that will rescue the world, will judge every nation in our own lives, has brought about transformation. Our own lives has brought hope to our souls, restoration to our hearts, and all these things. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. And, you know, man, that that simple thought of the idea that the Word of God is is alive and active, mm-hmm. that can change a lot of things about yeah. your relationship with Jesus and the way that you're interacting with Scripture, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Because if this is a book that was written 2,000 years ago just for people who lived in that time, yeah. um, then the other... Uh, millions, <laughs> 200 million, or what, billion, no, it's billions, billions, yeah. billions of what us. What do we do? Uh, yeah, yeah, are walking closely with the Lord today. Mm-hmm. What does the Word of God mean for us now? Yeah. And that should just, that Hebrews verse, that should give us so much hope. Yeah. You know, that the Word of God is actually the solution to every major world problem yes. that you see in the world today, right? <laughs> right, right? Like, literally, God knew what He was doing when He was using the Spirit to write through these different mm-hmm. authors so that now, uh, 2000 21, you know, 2,000 years later, mm-hmm. we would be able to take the same words and apply them to our context yeah. and have a source for truth, a source for foundation, something that we can go back to, a plumb line where we can yeah. go, this is right from wrong. This is, you know, this is how we love people. This is how we should treat people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, we've got like the ultimate textbook yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of, of, yeah. of all time, but it's so encouraging that it's alive yeah. and it's active today. Mm-hmm. So that tells us a little bit um, about what scripture is. Love that. Yeah. Why and- don't you you help us understand too a little bit about what it does. Yeah, let me add a little question, a little bonus question onto oh, this one too. Oh. Uh, bonus question. Also, I mean, what does scripture do? It's get connected again to what it to what it is. But yeah. what's its purpose? You see, Hebrews four, uh, scripture. It's it's penetrating our souls and judging our thoughts, the attitudes of our heart. Which I mean, that's powerful right there. But see also what it says in Second Timothy uh, three sixteen through seventeen. It says all scripture is God breathed. And is useful for, you can make a list here, useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, training in righteousness, so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. Hmm. I also love what it says in the New King James. It says, so that the man of God may be complete. Hmm. It's like it's it's completing us, yeah. that we, we are missing something without the word of God, uh, the work that it wants to do in our hearts, on our own. Uh, we're incomplete, but with the Word of God, we are made complete. So, again, Scripture is good for teaching, rebuking, correcting, training, equipping, and completing us. Those are not like cute claims. Like those aren't <laughs> things that are like, man, we, uh, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, yeah. you want to? Uh, I'll order some some completeness, some wholeness. Like that's not just something that we are just in the mood for, right? Those are grand promises of God. It's, he's saying that the the Bible. And uh, like all his words has the power to shape our very character. It's powerful. Love that. I mm-hmm. love that. And, you know, I really like in that verse too that that piece about training and righteousness, mm-hmm. uh, because, you know, that that was a big part even of my story in college, Jordan, was just learning like, and by the way, I'm still on the journey uh, right. of, yes. of, of learning how to walk in holiness and how to how to like 
have a pure mind and how to have a pure heart and how to not keep falling into that same temptation, that same sin, you know, that I just kept falling into. And Mm -hmm. the word of God was huge, a huge part of that um, and helping to give me hope and and giving me something to shoot for, you know. But ultimately, I think we're not shooting for the words of the Bible, but we're shooting for what the words point to. And, you know, I think Mm -hmm. in the end, yes, it is teaching, rebuking, correcting, training and righteousness. In the end, though, I think these words are pointing to a person, yeah. and that person is Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I love how it says for us in Hebrews 1, 1 through 2, that long ago, in various times and various occasions, God would speak through prophets. But in these days, God has spoken to us through his son, yeah. through Jesus. And I think that's important, you know, uh, because if we read scripture and we just kind of separate the life and the character and the person of Jesus from it, uh, you can actually get some pretty wonky responses, <laughs> yeah. right? You know, uh-huh. and, and even in the past, sometimes Christians have done this. Yeah. And and that's why it's so key that when we open up the word, we go, okay, Lord, help me to see Jesus through this. Yeah. Uh, don't let me disconnect these words from who Jesus is. And yeah. that's almost like our glasses, you know, that I think mm-hmm. we should put on when, when we're reading the Bible, just yeah. like the, the classic bracelet, like what would Jesus do? You know, mm-hmm. you, you got to have the Jesus lens. You got to have the Jesus glasses to read scripture or you can read the old testament and you can be like this is a never-ending story of god of like people messing things up god bringing them back people messing them up god getting upset you know right but it Mm -hmm. was always god's intention to make things right yeah he always had a rescue plan from the beginning to the end and the whole progression of scripture points to that part of god's nature of his heart ultimately revealed in sending his son to die for us when we didn't deserve it so that we could have hope and peace and life and truth and 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 all the all the good things that come with walking closely with jesus so i think it's just important that that we keep jesus too you know at the center in, in that you know scripture does point us to him the whole thing all of it yeah, that's awesome. So yeah. that's great. Thank you, Jordan, for helping us to understand that that first question, kind of what is mm-hmm. scripture. Um, now, now there's the practical question, right? Yeah. We always like to land with some practicals yeah, here. Practical. So we've uh-huh. got scripture. Yeah. What do we do with it? Yes. You know, here it is. It's sitting on our shelf, and yeah. you know, or and hopefully it doesn't have any dust on it, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I heard a quote one time: um, "A Bible that's falling apart usually belongs to someone who's not." Yes. Good. So True. we want to be in the scripture. So yeah. what does it mean for us to to engage with the scripture? How do we do that? Yes. Yeah. Well, let's go back again real quick. What is what does scripture do? What does God say scripture does? It penetrates our hearts, judges the thoughts and attitudes of our mind. It uh, it teaches, rebukes, corrects, trains, equips, completes, points us to Jesus. So what do we do with it? In my opinion, what I believe we do is we simply allow it to do that. What we are supposed to do as followers of Jesus, as people who cherish his word, is simply allow God to use his scriptures to form our character, all right? His his word is his sword, right? So all we have to do is let him use it. I mean, you hear this phrase a lot around Christians. People often say, you don't read the Bible, the Bible reads you, right? You hear that a lot. True, it's it's true. Uh, Anyone who's spent significant time in the Bible will, will... attest to that but it's not the bible that's reading you yeah books don't don't read you you. ben (laughs) ben have you ever been have you ever been read by a book i've read a lot of books but they've never read they've never read you (laughs) they don't they don't do that but god reads you right yeah it's not the bible that's reading you it's god who's reading you 
through the Bible. Bible. Books don't read you. Sorry. But a God, a God that knows you in like a Psalm 139 way. Mm. I see you when you wake up. I see you when you go to sleep. Yeah. I, uh, I knit you together in your mother's womb. A God who knows you that intimately mm. certainly is, is the one reading you when, when you're reading the Bible, when those yeah. things jump out to you and it feels like, wow, that's for me. It's because God is, God has put that there for you. Love it. Um, so th- I think this is what Hebrews 4.12 is talking about when it says the word is active and alive because mm. he's still using it. Mm. When we read these words, God is still speaking them to us. Mm. Um, like the, the word is, is his sword. We don't see swords just wielding themselves, right? <laughs> There's not just swords chopping things up on their own. Of course not. What, what that means is if, if we believe that the word is God's sword, yeah. then it, it stands to reason that somebody is wielding it, that God is the one himself wielding his sword for a specific and personal reason. Mm. All we have to do is let down our defenses and wow. let him cut down, uh, cut off what he needs to cut off, um, take out what he needs to take out and replace it with, with life, with truth, um, with everything that we need. So, so all we do with scripture is let God wield it in order f- for him to teach us what he wants to teach us, rebuke what he wants to rebuke, train, complete us, point us to Jesus, give us more intimate relationship with him. Uh, I, I mean, I, I really just believe it's that, it's that simple. Yeah. I know there's a, there's a lot of creative ways sure. that people d- go about like, uh, dissecting the scriptures, getting to know, uh, understanding the the theology and all that stuff, which yeah. we need to do, we totally need to do. Yeah. But man, I think just in your daily, what when you come, when you wake up in the morning and you want to yeah. spend time in the Bible, uh, when you come to your devotional, anything like that, mm. this is your goal. This mm. is your goal is just to let God do what He wants to do in that space, yeah. in that time, with the with that scripture that you're reading. Yeah. Um, and so we. We can really put down the striving. We can put down the um, the the desire to be like that next next big Christian pastor, that next big teacher, um, to fill our minds with these fun facts that we can impress people with. Whatever we can really just let all that down. Even our even our good desires to know God more, yeah. to study Him, and uh, and to like love Him with His with our minds and all that stuff. Even that that doesn't that doesn't take striving. It just takes releasing of the reins, letting God do what he will do through his scripture. That's really good. I love that, Jordan. And, you know, um, the reality is, too, I think the the Lord has given so many different people different ways and different strategies for for wielding the scripture and yeah. for letting down our, our defenses like you're talking about here. Mm-hmm. So uh, why don't you share just as we uh, get ready to wrap up here, just a few ways in your own life where you've let down your defenses yes. uh, and, and allowed the word of God to, to shape you. Yeah. Well, here's a an absolute perspective shifter for me, man. Um, from from being a, a Bible studier who wants to like just I'm gonna sit here and just I'm just gonna figure out what this book is talking about and I'm gonna be I'm gonna be the next expert. This is this is where I went from that to um, using the Bible to love God more mm-hmm. and to to bring about uh, actual heart transformation, life transformation. Mm-hmm. First practical I would say for anyone who wants to. Uh, get started reading the Bible or uh, get more out of their time reading the Bible, I would say the first thing you have to do is read prayerfully, okay? What do I mean by that? So prayer uh, is, so when, when we talk, it's just called talking. Yeah. When we talk to God, 
it has a different word for some reason, which is prayer. Um, but it's really just the same thing. You're just talking to God. And so what I'm, what I'm saying here is when you read the Bible, what you need to do is read it in conversation with God. Yeah. Okay. So when you read down, uh, when you sit down at, at your desk or in your favorite chair or whatever, and you read scripture, you have to treat it as a relational time with God. All right. It's not just you flexing your um, reasoning skills, your your academic mind or anything like that. But it's a relational time with God. You're spending time yes. with your father. Yes. Um, and that, that is true if we believe that God is actively teaching us through his word. Hmm. We need to be aware of God's presence and his active participation in our learning the scriptures. You know, we can't uh, approach the word thinking that it's our time to to become an expert, we, we need to treat it as a time where we are just spending, we're just spending time with our Father. We're engaging with our Heavenly Father. Yeah. Um, and in order to do that, we have to be in conversation with them. So we have to, we have to make that our goal, right? We're not, our goal is to open the Word and be taught by our Father, mm-hmm. um, to be discipled by Jesus personally. We see all throughout his ministry, yes. he's explaining what the scripture means to yeah. people who tried to understand it <laughs> with their own minds, and then Jesus is like, no, you actually completely missed that, and here's <laughs> what it actually means. Uh, and he He will do that to us as well with yeah. as his disciples. He yes. wants to meet us there. Yeah. Um, so again, um, we call this a practical. That, that that might not sound super practical. Let me see little way, tell you guys a few ways that this kind of plays out um, just in my morning. So I always, like you're saying, start with that prayer, right? You start with a prayer, and you're asking God to to come and meet you in this place. You yes. you ask Him to to be the teacher, to be to be the one to reveal these words. As I mean, it's what the Holy Spirit is given to us for yes. is to um, reveal truth from God's word. Um, so we can, we can pray that prayer. God, God, would you come? Would you meet me at this desk? Would mm. you open up the scriptures to me? Mm. Um, would you have your way in this time? Would you teach me, correct me, rebuke me, whatever it is that you need to do? Mm. Um, God, would you do it? Uh, and, and he honors that. And he, every time I think he honors that. So, uh, and to make it even more practical, something that you'll, you would hear me say just as I'm, as I'm reading, um, and I'm sure I sound crazy. I'd love to hear what my roommates think when they hear me doing this, but you'll, I'll be reading something and I'll, I will stop when there's something, something big. I feel kind of tugging in my heart and I'll say, okay, God is, is this what you're saying to me? You know, is, is this what you're revealing to me? Mm. So you're saying that you're like this, or you're saying that this is who I am. And you're, are you saying that if that's true, then I should be living this kind of way. Mm. Am I getting that right? Is that Mm. right? And, and sometimes you get his, a lot of times you get his affirmation. You're like, yes, God says, yes, you're getting it. That's what I'm, that's exactly what you're supposed to get from this time right now. Um, other times I've heard him say, no, actually you're interpreting that your own way. You're just kind of using your own strength to figure out what, what that parable means or whatever. Um, and then I can (laughs) drop it. Good. Thanks. Thank you for, thanks for correcting me there. I don't need it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't need it. Um, but we can always just just re-up if it's all in conversation with God, if we're all t- treating him as the teacher that he is, mm. um, then we can we can come to the word 
and treat it as a relational time, treat it as a time to have a conversation with God yeah. uh, and for him to teach us personally, which is what he wants to do. Yeah. And that's huge, man, because what it can really do is it can help you understand that like, hey, you're not alone when you're reading the Bible. Mm-hmm. Like God actually wants to come into your room. He wants yeah. to come into that space, wherever you're doing that. Yeah. And he wants to meet with you, you know, mm-hmm. and he wants to meet with you through through his word. And I think that can just be encouraging. Like, okay, I'm, I'm not alone when I'm reading this. Like God yeah. the Father. Father is in the room here with me, and he's going to lead me, help me, guide me, direct me as I take these words sometimes that we don't all understand, (laughs) and I try to make sense of them. Uh, We're not alone, and so we want to engage with him. And speaking of engagement, Mm -hmm. uh, we actually are going to link in the show notes here a, a great time with God mm-hmm. alone packet. Uh, Super that, practical. That Yeah, that can help mm-hmm. you to jump in if you've never done that before. Uh, we want to encourage you to click that link and, and check it out and uh, engage with God through the Word of God. That, that'll yep. be a great resource for you. So mm-hmm. uh, I love this idea about engagement. Um, how about something else? Uh, yep. One of the things you've shared with me before is just the, the power of this word we like to call mm-hmm. journaling. Yes. And I know you're a passionate journaler. We're so both, we are both we journaling both, geeks. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> I, yeah, okay, that's fine. <laughs> Let's be honest. No, yeah, man, the second practical I would give anyone who wants to read their Bible more or get more life out of reading their Bible is, man, pair your scripture reading with journaling. I will say that my Bible's best friend is probably my journal. Those those two are inseparable. I, <laughs> I bring them both everywhere. Um, man, journaling is... Bible's just, best friend's you, but... Well, me first, yeah. yeah. but... but it, I'm, yeah, well, I'm happy for the journal to come along to be a part of the relationship <laughs> as well. Um, man, journaling is just a great way to process what it is God is teaching you. Yeah. I, there's so many times where I, I have like a hint of something that God's saying, mm-hmm. and then I just, I, I have to process that mm-hmm. with a pencil on a page, you know? Um, like something's jumping out at me, and I... Sure just have to get my thoughts down on paper. I need to make sense of what's really going on. And as I put those on paper, I feel like God is bringing clarity to what it is that he's teaching me. Um, and I mean, this what this looks like most of the time for me is like writing down verses word for word that, that are jumping out at me and asking God, like, what is it, uh, what is it you're saying? Or a lot of times I don't even have to get to that question because the verse has already leaped out at me and I already it's already working in me and I'm just, I'm just recording it. Um, it's great for being able to come back to, it's great to be able to, um, process through, remember the things that God's teaching you. Um, and it's also super helpful that you can then you're, you're already prepared to spit that back out to someone else as they need it. Or, uh, when someone asks you, how was your, how was your time with God this morning? You have that answer prepared instead of now trying to stumble through everything that God was trying to teach you. Mm. Um, it really solidifies, I think. Like it, it makes it solid. What, what totally. these, these thoughts that God's planting in your head yeah. um, that you can feel there, then putting them in English, <laughs> putting them in, in real words, communicable words, um, so that they can, I can take hold of them. Yeah. yeah. 
That's really good. And you know, one practical way that we like to do that around here is by doing something called DBS, which stands for Discovery Bible Study. Great for this. Yeah. Yeah. And if you can just imagine, you know, you got a sheet of paper, you divide it into three different columns, and Mm -hmm. you can take any passage of scripture uh, to do this with. And in the first column, you just write down the passage word for word, exactly as it is. And then in the second column, you write down the passage in your own translation of it. Okay. Now, Mm -hmm. this isn't saying like the Jordan translation of the Bible, you know, is (laughs) going to be produced and widespread but but it's taking what what the scripture says and it's trying to to use your own words to describe it and what happens in that second column i think jordan when you do that it goes from the mind to the heart yes it it goes Mm -hmm. from something that's on a page to something that's that's within me so that's column number two and then a third column very simple practical way to engage with the scripture Mm -hmm. you answer these three questions what does this passage say about god Mm -hmm. so that's father son or holy spirit what does this passage say about people so that's you and me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the last question, maybe the most important question, how can I obey what this passage is saying? Yeah. I think lots of times our gap in walking with Jesus is that we're actually educated beyond our own obedience, yeah. right? And so yeah. we want to be those who obey the Word of God. And that's where we need the Holy Spirit to help us and guide us at the end of that Bible reading time to go, you know, Lord, how do I obey this passage? How do I apply this to my life? Yeah. Uh, and to get even more simple, I usually will say, hey, if you can't do it in the next 24 hours, Uh, it may not even be practical enough, okay? It may be, but, uh, you know, what's something you could do in the next 24 hours to Mm -hmm. walk out and respond uh, to this word? Yeah, and with that, and I got to say, that's like, it sounds cute because how neat it is, but that is is not like beginner Christian. That's not like beginner disciple kind of practice. That is like your whole life, something that you need to be doing with with the word. Yeah. Um, That's not like too cute for you to be doing when you're a when you're like a a mature christian or whatever you've sure you're you've gone a few miles with jesus already that's like nice. that is great for everyone whatever stage of life you're in you need to be doing something like that yeah that's, that's sure. really good yeah mm-hmm. lifelong obedience yeah and you can do that with i mean you can do that with a verse if you have time in the morning you don't you don't have time for your chapter yeah. or more a day you can do that with a verse of scripture um a verse you've heard a hundred times already. You can do that with anything. Yes. Yeah, that's good. How about the last one here? Last yes. encouragement. Yes, my my last encouragement. Um, because all this can get tricky. If you're doing this every day, you're talking to God every day, he's probably saying a lot to you. There's a lot that you're learning. Um, here's something that I would I encourage you to do in order to make those things uh, lasting, to make those impressions lasting on your life. Um, I would, I'd call it like making... Make, journey markers for your relationship with God. Mm. All right. So some days in your, um, in your journey with God, as you're walking with Jesus, there's going to be these really powerful lessons from the Lord, Mm. or, uh, even times where like multiple days in a row, weeks in a row, Mm. months in a row, you know, where God is really teaching you this one thing, this, this, uh, or he's even giving you like this one phrase that you keep coming back to this one Bible verse that you keep coming back to. Um, and it it could even be a one moment of just like crazy mind blowing revelation for your life Mm. that happens like that, that still happens today. Um, and sometimes in very inconvenient, busy days where you wish you could just stay there. <laughs> Camp and, out there. Yeah, and you just want to do that all day long is is talk to God about this thing that he's just taught you. You want to stay in his presence, but you have, you know, a podcast to record at 1030 <laughs> and you have to go or something like that. Um, I, so, But on days like that, man, you need to find ways mm. to remember 
those moments. Yes. Um, for me, you know, I I love um, memorizing scripture. So if there's a, a verse that sticks out to me, boom, I'm gonna make that mine. I'm gonna remember that. Yeah. I'm gonna plant it in my head. So whenever I need it, whenever God wants to bring it back mm. um, into the the front of my mind, mm. He's ready. He's ready to do that. Yeah. Another thing I love to do um, is I'll put. You know, if it's a, a phrase or if it's a verse, if it's a picture, whatever, um, that really, uh, you know, captures what it was that God was teaching me at a certain mm. big moment in my life, mm. I'll just put it on a post-it note and I put it above my desk mm. when I'm distracted by whatever I'm working on, whatever, and I look up, I can see all these things yeah. that, I've, that I've seen God teach me or that yeah. I've felt God teach me, these moments, these turning points in my life where God uh, has redirected me. He's shown me yeah. his love. He's, sh he's shown me how he's seen me, uh, how he wants to lead me personally. Yeah. And man, that just really helps me. It helps me so much just to um, remember where I've been, remember where he's taken me. Yeah. You see those, you even see those like really cool word art drawings that people do on like Instagram. That's not, I can't, I could, if I wanted to do that, I couldn't <laughs> do it. Um, but man, do whatever, like if that engages your yes. heart more, your your creative mind more, mm -hmm. uh, helps you to remember those things more. Mm -hmm. They're nicer to look at. Do whatever works to you to take hold of those lessons, make them yours, yeah. and uh, make them lasting turning points in your life. Yeah, yeah, that's really good. And, you know, I appreciate that you're saying, too, that, like, sometimes when we're in the Word, we're having these amazing encounters with God, you know, and, mm -hmm. and it's awesome. And then other times, uh, at least for me, I don't know about for yeah. you, Jordan, mm -hmm. I'm not, I don't have all the fuzzy feelings, you right. know, I'm not, I'm not really, really feeling it. But remember that studying Scripture is not about a feeling. Right? Yes. Uh, studying Scripture is really about just engaging with truth and trusting that in the right time, my feelings will engage mm -hmm. with whatever I'm reading and whatever I'm diving into. Yeah. And so I think that just really takes the pressure off that the encouragement here is not to have all the answers. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's not to study Scripture in, in the perfect way, mm -hmm. but the encouragement is to be faithful in the little, right? Yeah. To just take day by day, uh, you know, I and say the power of God is not in the huge things that we do, it's in the mundane. Yeah. And Bible study, engaging with the Word of God, it's one of those mundane disciplines that sometimes it feels amazing yeah. and other times it doesn't, but it's always good for the soul. It's yeah. always good for our spirit and it always leads us closer to Jesus. Yes. Jordan, I really feel like uh, in this conversation, you've helped us to take Bible study to engaging uh, with the Scripture. Any mm -hmm. final thoughts as we wrap up? Yeah. I think one, this is something I heard probably a year ago. Um, I think from Pastor Jamie, the uh, lead pastor here at Eric Fort Worth, when he was talking about his, his Bible study or his morning time with God, he said his, his goal in that time is to strike gold. Like that's what he wants. Mm -hmm. He's going to sit down and he's going to expect God to like plant a nugget of Love gold, to, to drop a, a nugget of gold in his lap. Um, so, man, imagine every time you come to the Word, you have that kind of faith that, that God wants to teach you something that powerful, That's right? Awesome. Um, and like you're saying, also, you know, there's going to be days where he, God doesn't necessarily give you those big things, mm -hmm. and or even... I mean, there's times where at the moment I'm like, oh, thanks. You know, that's, that's kind of <laughs> Or maybe nice. it's, it's big. We just don't know that exactly, it's big, right? <laughs> exactly. That, yes, that's exactly what I was going to say. It, down the line, it could be all of a sudden yes. you're like, wow, that was actually huge in my yes. life that I read that. Um, and I think with just those, when it gets mundane, like, man, when I'm 
uh, tired in the morning. Mm. If I'm well rested, I'm hopping out of bed and I'm like, man, I can't wait to read the Bible right now. Yeah. Uh, when I'm tired, sometimes I'm like, I would really love to just sleep in until that morning meeting and then I'll just get a fresh start after or something. But when you, when you prioritize God, um, just in your life and, and his word mm. and being taught by him, I think that is where, uh, it's counterintuitive, but I think that's kind of where our love for him really grows. grows yes. Is when you're saying, um, even more like I'm not in a place for me to really learn a lot right now. I'm kind of messed up, you know, my head, not fully awake. Uh, but God, I still want to be with you. Like yes. I still want to see. He honors you. that. Yes. Yes, he does. And man, just, just making like, that's a sign of dependence on him. That's, yeah. that's like I, more than anything else. I know I need you. I need you to teach me. I need your word transforming me, molding me, shaping my character. Um, and it, yeah, dude, he honors that 10 times out of 10, even, you know, it maybe not in that moment will you see it, but down the road, you'll yes. see it. I always, people ask me about my, um, especially with this topic, like how you, how you get the transformative, <laughs> like, you know, a year later, you're this new person, whatever. Mm. Honestly, I don't, I don't believe that it takes much effort on our part mm. besides just a Showing willing up. heart. Yeah. You just have to be willing to come and uh, let God do what he wants to do. You know, Um, it's not always like we need those, those action steps, like the obedience that you're Mm -hmm. talking about. But Mm -hmm. um, another thing we say all all the time is you become what you behold. Right. And so if you're just coming to the word every day and you're beholding it and you're saying, God, this is so awesome. Thank you so much that you've given me this resource to encounter you through. Um, it becomes part of us. We we're shaped into its image, into the image of Jesus. And, um, and that's where transformation takes place. That's where life change, heart change really takes place. Amen. It's awesome. Well, thanks Jordan, uh, for helping us to understand really how we can engage with scripture, how it can Mm -hmm. go from, you know, this book to something that, that, that is changing our lives on a daily basis. And we're excited next week, uh, to Mm -hmm. continue our, uh, conversation here about spiritual disciplines. We'll just have to hold out, uh, to give you what that one's going to be. Uh, you'll have to tune back in with us, but for now, (laughs) this has been the AFW podcast. Mm -hmm. I'm Ben. I'm Jordan. And have a great day.